Recording live. It's Trap Bunny Bubbles. Oh my god, that song. Throwback. Hey guys, welcome back to Redo. I'm the one and only, the legendary, the incredible, the incomparable, the iconic. Olivia, ow, my like elbow just cracked, if that's even possible. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Redo, my podcast, where we talk about random crap, you know? Um, how is everybody? So, um, first things first, I want to get my spiel out of the way here. Obviously, um... You're probably aware by now about the whole situation that's happening with Russia and Ukraine. So I am going to list off a couple organizations. I have donated, uh, let's just say a lot of money. A lot of money that um, is going to be way more better off in the hands of where it's going than my bank account. Um, So... I just want to read off some organizations that I really recommend. UNICEF, obviously, is a big one. Um, I also want to talk about um, one uh, that Max... Um, so, people, if people don't know, I'm a big Dancing with the Stars fan. We'll get into that. But um, let's get to the real root of what's happening right now. So, uh, Max and Val, you know, they're brothers, they're known for their dancing. Well, Max went back to Ukraine to film a show, and, um, he's been stuck there for a while. He finally got to Poland today, but that's been a whole thing, watching him go through it right now. Um, I'm trying to find the actual name of that organization. I think I have a screenshot of it somewhere. Um, The link is... Oh, you know what? It's on my Facebook. Hold up. Um, Let me find the link real quick. Which I should have done before this, but I didn't do that. Um, hang on a minute. We're still looking. Okay, so go to, uh, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y dot com, Bethany, so Bethany Frankel. Um, the charity is named B.S. Strong, um, or Be Strong, that's really what it is, but I read it as B.S. Strong, (laughs) oh my god, sorry. So that's going directly to the effort right now that is at the border, uh, from Ukraine to Poland, so one of Max's friends is running that. And now I want to list off, uh, so obviously UNICEF, 
go to UNICEF um, to donate for the kids. And then I have, so these are the organizations. I'm going to read them off real quick. Um, People in Need. Um, they're basically providing emergency shelter, uh, supplies, food. Um, Ukrainian Red Cross. So I donated to Bethany's. I donated to the Red Cross and I donated to UNICEF. Um, so this is the humanitarian work, aiding refugees, training doctors. Um, then we have the International Medical Corps. Uh, basically, they're on the front lines to help citizens with emergency health care services. Um, care International is responding to the crisis by providing Ukrainians in need with food, hygiene, uh, just support like that. Um, Nova Ukraine, um, they deliver aid packages to Ukraine with everything from baby food, hygiene products, clothes, household supplies. UNICEF, I already said this, but uh, this is indirect response, emergency response to children affected by the conflict. Um, UNHCR, the UN Refugee Agency, uh, has stepped up its operations and is working with the governments and neighboring countries, calling them to keep borders open to those seeking safety and protection. Outright Action is helping support LGBTQ groups organizations on the ground, setting up shelters. Um, what else do we have? The United Nations World Ford World oh my gosh, World Food Program. Um, deploy, uh, deploying emergency operations in Ukraine and surrounding countries to provide food assistance to those fleeing con- the conflict. Save the children, uh, working with partners in response to meet the urgent needs of affected children and their families. Um, so this is a big thing that's happening. A lot of these kids are being kind of shoved into basements for protection, and they basically cut electricity in these areas so they don't have heat or running water. And a lot of them are getting sick from the temperatures that they're being put in. So, and then uh, Mercy Corps, um, mobilizing a team uh where help is most needed, emergency cast assistance, as well as supporting local organizations. Um, and then we have, where's 12? Here we go. Medical Teams International uh, is a fundraising uh, to set medical supplies to the regions. Um, medicine, medical, yeah. So everything medical with that. Um, so you can go to www.globalcitizen.org and this pulls up all of the organizations that I just listed um, and it says it had they all have links listed under them so it's very easy to find so again that's www.globalcitizen.org um, you can find all of those so I just wanted to talk about that real quick I didn't feel like it was right to you know record an episode and not talk about what's going on in ukraine but yes uh max is in poland um but there's a lot of people that are not in the situation that he is in where he has the liberty of getting out so but he's been stuck for a while and if he was not you know able to leave for a couple days 
and it's been really rough, especially since his wife and child are in LA and kind of just waiting for him to get back safely. So he's actually gained a lot of attention for reporting about what's going on over there because he's pretty much the only one that's doing it that's not a reporter. So, um, but I just had to touch base on that because I feel like, you know, they really need our help and I I definitely feel helpless. So I feel like, you know, donating is my way of helping, um, so yeah, I've already done a lot of money. Um, it's not about the the amount of money. I just, you know, I'm hoping I'll feel less helpless with the whole thing. But, you know, it's definitely difficult. But, yeah. I don't want to put a damper on the podcast. But, basically, I feel like... If you're able to, anything helps. Any amount of money goes a long way. If you don't want to do money, if you want to go out and get supplies, donate supplies, that is also highly needed. Um, So like food, water, basic hygiene products, just basic stuff to live is what these people really need right now. So anything that you can do, anywhere that you put your money, just make sure it's a credible organization. Um, So if you're nervous about where your money's going, read up on it. And go with the names you really know, like UNICEF, Red Cross, People in Need. Um, The one I mentioned, uh, Be Strong. Um, that one is Max's friend, so that is very credible as well. So, just find out what you can do to help. Um, they really need all the help they can get, and I feel like, you know, we can really make a difference. And, yeah. So, anyway. (sighs) I'm tired today. Well, so I have to tell everybody where I've been the last two days. So, today is, what is today? The way I don't even know. Hold up, today is Wednesday. Technically it's Wednesday because it's 2am. But I think the clearest to record when it is 2am so before I get into this, um, what what did I do today? I went and got my nails done. And I'm like stupid. I'm kind of mad at myself because I didn't. I went in wanting a jade green, and that's not what I walked out with. I have no idea what color this is. It's like a blue, black, gray kind of color. It's a, like, I'm not really picky on nail colors. Like, I'll get any color of the rainbow, really. Um, 
like, I don't care. <laughs> but I just, I really wanted a jade green and I couldn't find one. And then I finally found one that looked like it. And I was like, oh yeah, that looks like it. And then I didn't really see what the color really looked like until like she put the top coat on. And I was like, oh, that's not green. It looks green from afar. But it also looks blue from afar. And it also looks black from afar. Like it looks like five different colors. But it's good to have something dark on my hands for a little bit because I constantly had pink I constantly had uh you know purple and all these bright colors and you know it's nice to just get like a neutral that works with anything um but I'm just kind of in the position right now where I'm just trying to let the damage of my nails grow out because I've damaged them so bad from the press-ons we had this whole conversation already but legit they are so damaged still and so flimsy so um getting this powder every three weeks is the only thing that is keeping them not from you know completely splitting in half every five minutes and we don't need that so i'm gonna do what i have to do and (laughs) This is first world problems, obviously, compared to what's going on in the rest of the world. But, yeah, so I would have went on Sunday. But what I'm getting into right now is I was away. So let's get into it. So, as everybody knows, I'm a Dancing with the Stars fanatic. So is my mother. I am the root cause of this issue, though. I started this, you know, freak show, if you will. Like, we're nuts. We're kind of insane. We're very much insane. Um, I started this not with the intention of, like, roping everybody into it. Because I roped everyone in. I mean, a lot of the people that I roped in, like certain family members that I don't talk to very much anymore, that I lived with for a period of time, I think y'all catch my drift, um, got into it, and then, like, when we weren't living together anymore, then these certain individuals kind of fell out of it. But they still, like, came to the shows with me, but they weren't, like, fanatics, if you know what I mean. So, basically, this all started, I believe... I was going to say 2013, but I don't think that's right. I think it started around 2015. I believe that is correct. Because, so, I started, let me, let me be point blank period with you for a minute. I started watching Dance of the Stars because Riker Lynch was going to be on it. With his amazing partner, Allison. I knew nothing about Dancing with the Stars. I knew it was a dancing competition. I knew there's judges. I don't know who anyone is. I have no relation to any of these people. I'm watching for Riker Lynch. And then I'm also watching because this is why I'm, I'm, I think it was around 2015 I got into it. Um, or 
Was it during that time? Guys, I'm going to have to look this up real quick because I'm not trying to get this year. What year was right? I mean, the year doesn't even matter, but I just feel like stupid Lynch on dancing with, oh my gosh, the star. Sorry, I was reading what I was writing and it wasn't right. 2015. Okay. So that was the year that Rumor Willis won. So that was the year I started watching in 2015. Okay. So it has been roughly seven years. Okay. Seven years ish um, that we've been in this roller coaster, if you will. So I was going to say because Ross performed with the Team Beach movie cast for Team Beach 2. And Team Beach 2 came out in 2015. Team Beach movie came out in 2013. So I didn't think I didn't think I started that early. I was like around the time I was in 8th grade. And that was like the year before I was in 8th grade. Because the next year we did see them live. And we've pretty much seen them live ever since. We're nuts, like I've said. So I saw them. Let's, let's get this going. Uh, the first time I saw them, I went with unmentionable people back in 2016 then I went again I don't think we went 2017 not really sure what happened there I guess there was a gap it fell off um and then 2018 went again um what the hell happened in 2019 I'm not really sure what occurred there. You know what I'm thinking? I don't think they had a tour. Have they had a tour every single year? I have no idea. 2020, okay, we went in 2020 right before um, COVID. January 2020 we went. And then around March, they canceled the whole tour because every, you know, the whole world shut down. But I, like, didn't even care. Like, I was like, I'm going to New York City. No one is stopping me. I don't care about the COVID. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and then, you know, everything went to shit. But basically, 2015, so 2018 is when we had meet and greets. But I didn't, I still wasn't, I was crazy, but I wasn't like like, like I am now, but... So, in 2018, I met Haley Herbert, who, if you're like, who the hell's Haley Herbert? She's dating Derek Huff. She started dating Derek around that time. I didn't even know they were dating at that time. I knew she was in the troupe, and that's all I knew. We had a little bit of a conversation. It wasn't that much. I told her she's really pretty. She said, thank you. We took a picture. That was kind of our whole exchange. Um, And then Brandon, so Brandon Armstrong, he is a pro dancer now. He's been a pro for, gosh, I think he turned pro right after I met him. I didn't even know who he was when we met. Like, I knew his name, but I think he was also in the troupe. He wasn't a pro. But now he's been a pro for three seasons, maybe three or four. And um, he's great. 
we had a whole conversation with Brandon. It was actually funny because he was taking a video on someone's phone and didn't record the video. We only, I only have the recording because I was recording him recording a video. And he, I saw him hit the button or, you know what, I saw this person pass their phone to him to take the video. And I think he thought that they had pushed the button and they didn't. So he took the whole video and it was not recorded. I just think that's funny looking back. <laughs> but we talked to him for a good five, ten minutes. We were holding up the whole entire line, literally. He was so sweet. And then, like, next season, he was promoted pro dancer. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I had a whole conversation with him. Um. So then after that, this was super, super quick. But this was the tour after Frankie Muniz was on. So Frankie Muniz was in Malcolm in the Middle. He's, you know, an actor. Um, and he was in some kind of accident where he doesn't remember, like, filming any of Malcolm. Like, he doesn't remember filming his childhood movies, which is sad. But he was great on the show. Bless his heart. He's a child now. He's married. But um, when I met him, he was neither. I don't think he was married either. But, um, so I met Frankie Muniz. I met Sasha, Emma, Lindsay, and Frankie as well. That same day. And it was literally so quick. It was like walk in, you just hug everybody. We went down the line, I hugged everybody, everyone said hi. And then we took a picture, and that was it. And it was super quick, and that was the end of that. But, so then, fast forward to 2019. Like I said, I'm on Melrose Boulevard. It's hot as hell, okay? I'm like, I need something to drink, because I'm dying. It must have been 95 degrees out. I was dripping in sweat, okay? I was like, this is ridiculous, yeah, goes to California in July. What do you expect, Olivia? Walking on Melrose, dripping in sweat. I see a CVS. I'm like, guys, let's go in there, get something to drink. Like, I'm currently dying. So we walk into CVS. We walk right to the drink section, get something to drink, whatever. We're standing in line to check out, right? I'm not even thinking about anything. All of a sudden these two guys walk in I don't see either of them right neither of them okay my mom goes oh my god that's I don't remember who she said first I think she said Alan and then she said Joe and I was like what are you talking about like there's no way that Alan and grocery store Joe so grocery store Joe he was the bachelor for one of the seasons and he was on Dance with the Stars he had a reputation for not being a good dancer. I can't even remember who his partner was. But, um, so I'm like, no way. So then I got a glimpse of one of them. 
I think I saw Joe, actually. I don't even think I saw Alan. So my mom just gets out of line. And she just walks. Literally, it was so funny because if we if they would have came in or we would have came in like five minutes after or whatever, like we would have ran right into each other. Not even five minutes. We're talking like a two minute period where we would have been at the same drink case at the same time. But it was just hilarious. So basically my mom literally goes and literally finds Alan. Okay. She's like, Alan. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And they they start talking and I, I get out of line and I'm like, um, so I walk over and by that point, Joe had already like gotten his drink. Like he saw us and he kind of waved and then he went back in line to pay her the drinks. Like he was standing there. He kind of looked at us, waved and then, um, like took Alan's drink from him to go to the register. So I could tell he didn't want to talk. He just seemed really, really shy. But he wasn't like, ooh, like he didn't look like angry. He like smiled at all of us, but he didn't want to like say anything. I did think he just felt like uncomfortable. So I was like, okay, whatever. So we had this whole conversation with Alan and we were like, yeah, we saw you like in Connecticut. And, uh, he's like, you guys came all the way from, from LA to Connecticut. And I'm like, no, 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 we don't live in LA. We're here on vacation. But, um. And we don't live in Connecticut either. We drove there to see you. But um, we're from New York, whatever. Um, so then my mom was like, so when's the season starting? And he was like, September. So this is in July, right? So he said it was starting in September. And my mom was like, do you know like anything yet? And of course, like, what is he going to say? Like, yes, I know who my partner is. He was like, no, no. Like, we find out like in a couple, I don't know if he said weeks or whatever. And, uh, I was like, this is not real life. Like, this is not happening. He was so sweet. And I kind of blocked out the whole time. Then he, then I remember him saying, do you guys want to take a picture? And I was like, yeah, of course. So we took a picture. And, um, then, you know, we said goodbye to him, whatever. And, uh, he, like got in line with Joe, like, right in front of us, and then they, like, walked out. I got a video of Joe just walking out, like, looking at me. He just looked and smiled and waved, and they both walked out, and I was like, what just happened? (laughs) Come to find out that September, he was on the show with Hannah Brown, who was on The Bachelorette, or The Bachelor. I don't even know the fucking difference. Was she The Bachelorette? I don't even, I don't watch the show, you guys, I don't know. So, um, and he's on the show with her, and they win. And I was like, I just met the Dancing with the Stars champion. What is real life right now? What is happening? I don't know. I had no idea that he was going to win right after I saw him, but I was ecstatic for him. We voted for him pretty much the whole entire time because we were kind of biased by then. We're like, oh, my God, like us and Alan are like, you know. <laughs> so and it was so funny because um, him and Joe were wearing like the same shirt. I was like, what's going on? I was like, why are him and Joe together? Like, are they buddy buddy? Like, why are they just walking around on Melrose? 
turns out that day they were like at Melrose taking pictures for their new merch line together and they were both wearing the merch I had no idea they were there that day we just ran into them that was the day we decided to go to Melrose out of all days we were there and legit I of course I go on Instagram and I post the picture the picture's not up anymore but I post the picture he's wearing the merch and then a couple hours later I'm at the Airbnb and I'm on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, Alan just posted with Joe the merch that he was wearing today. I was like, I posted the merch before he did. It was literally top secret. And I was like, oh my God, if he sees this, I'm going to be so mad at myself. Um, <laughs> I don't think he ever saw it, but or he might have liked it. I really don't remember. But um, I was like, oh my God, what are the odds that I run in? Joe from The Bachelor, <laughs> Alan from Dancing with the Stars on Melrose, like during the week. I think it was during the week. I was like, "What is happening? And why is it?" I just it didn't make sense. So that's when I met Alan. Um. So I had seen most of them on tour, but I haven't like hugged a lot of them. I've hugged a handful now, but um what I'm leading up to is I was away for Dance with Stars 2022 tour in Raleigh, North Carolina. So yeah, obviously they don't, no one comes to South Carolina. So we're in kind of a pickle here with shows. We have to drive very far for any show I want to go to. And I'm a concert fanatic. I really am. At this point, I'm nuts. Um, I still have Justin Bieber tickets for April. Hopefully he doesn't move them again. And I have to go to Tampa for that. And in my mind, it's an excuse just to go to Tampa because I have not been to Florida since 20... I was going to say 18. Is that even right? Oh my god, that's horrible. What the hell's going on? Anyway, um... And I talked about getting Dua Lipa tickets, but she's probably all sold out by now, and I'm just annoyed. And I probably have two options, Raleigh and maybe Charlotte. And they're both like three hours away, or four, whatever. Um, And then I had Jones Brothers tickets in Tampa, couldn't even go. How to sell them. I was so mad. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. But anyway, so I was in Raleigh, North Carolina for the first time. And um, so Sunday took us like four hours to get there. We pulled up to the hotel. Then we pulled up to Waffle House to get some food. And then we pulled up to the venue, right? So we pull up in the city of Raleigh. Okay, I have no idea where we are finally find the place somehow we drove around the building because we were trying to find parking and we were trying to find the parking lot for the theater because I was like I don't want to park in a parking garage I don't want to park far away let's just park in the damn parking lot so we drove around the back of the building we see the tour buses my mom's like oh my god let's see if we can see anybody in the door I'm like we're not gonna see anybody like no one's gonna be walking outside like it's cold 
you know, it was damp out. Like, you can feel, like, the dampness in the air. Like, it rained, but it didn't. I don't know. So, anyway. I see a blonde walking a dog, but they had on, like, a big jacket. So, I didn't see a face. I just saw blonde hair. But I didn't automatically think, oh, that's Emma. And then my mom, I guess, saw her face. And she was like, oh, my God, that's Emma walking to the Pomeranian. Her and Sasha, the Pomeranian, the white, the, the white, oh, my gosh, the brown Pomeranian. And I was like, you're nuts. I was like, how do you even know? She's like, that's her dog. And let me tell you, my mom is as invested as I am, if not even more. She watches all this stuff. She knows where they are at all times. She watches all their children. She thinks that Emma and Sasha's marriage is on the rocks because they're, like, separated right now. They're on tour together. But it's super awkward. It's really awkward. And it was so weird to be there in the room with them and watch them interact. I was like, oh, no. Like, she was right. Because my mom literally called us out a couple months ago. That they're not wearing their wedding rings. They're not hanging out alone together. They're just not hanging out. They don't stand next to each other anymore. I'm like, oh my god. She was right. Like, I was standing in front of them, watching them. They were so far apart from each other. Not even looking at each other. I was like, y'all are married. Like, what's going on? Um, The point is, is that Emma doesn't want kids. At least not right now. And Sasha wants kids. So I think that's kind of the dilemma. And I don't know if they're divorced. I'm assuming that's not like fully through yet. Because they only technically. I think they separated around sometime in June. Maybe May. In that area. Because that's like the last time they posted about each other on Instagram. And But they're still on tour together. And they still do one little number together. But oh my gosh. It's not like it was. Like they used to dance a ton together in the show. Now they don't. They dance with other people. And it's very obvious. And they didn't have wedding rings on. And I was like, oh my god. So anyway. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Emma's there. We, so. <laughs> we parked the car. And my mom's like, no, I gotta fix the car. Like, it's too crooked. I'm like, whatever. So I I step out of the car. I'm waiting for her to, to fix the car. I'm looking straight on at the building. All of a sudden, I see a guy walking the same dog. And I'm like, why does that look like Sasha? I've met Sasha before. Like, I've hugged him. Said hi to him. Like, I remember how tiny he is. He's he's very short. He's, like, my height. Maybe shorter than me. But probably the same height. But, um, he's short. And he had on a big jacket. I didn't see. I saw, like, a side profile of him walking the same dog. And I was like. Oh, that's Sasha. Like, I just saw Sasha, but I was so far away. And I didn't want to, like, scream at him. (laughs) But I was like, oh my god. So, I told my mom, she's like, are you kidding? I miss Sasha. I was like, yeah. So, we get out of the car. And, um, we start walking towards the building. And her ass literally takes a whole dip from me. She's walking left completely away from me. Down the stairs to the tour buses. Literally walking to I'm like, I'm not, like, we're not getting, like, arrested for you trying to hop on the tour bus with all of them. Like, (laughs) so, she comes back. She's like, no, no one was outside anymore. I'm like, well, you literally missed Sasha by a minute. Like, 
how dare you? Like, if we were standing over there, we would have met him, like, again. We would have talked to him. Because he went over and he was talking to, like, people that were outside already for VIP. And we talked to this one couple a lot, actually. And he was like, yeah, yeah, Sasha just came by. I was like, I told you, Sasha was here. Like, what the hell? So, basically, we had to stand outside in the cold for a while. Um, then we finally got let in. And what the hell happened first? Why do I not remember anything? So they gave us a VIP pass to wear around our neck. Um, then they brought us in. Talked to us about what was happening. So somehow my ass ended up in the front row in front of all of them. They were literally a less term a foot away from me. And we weren't really allowed, we weren't, like, allowed to, like, touch them. And I was like, oh, fuck. So here comes in everybody. I mean, everybody. Like, everybody was there. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Um, so for people that watch the show, it was Gleb, Artem, Daniela, Pasha, Brandon, Alan, um... Emma, Sasha, I'm at seven. I'm at seven. Who else am I missing? Well, there was a couple new people. So there was Coco, uh, Alexis, um, this other guy. His name starts with a K. Sophia, um, Britt. Did I say Britt already? What am I at? Seventeen. I'm missing one more person. Shoot. Am I? Who else am I missing? This is going to drive me nuts right now. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Let me look at the photo. Because I don't. Oh my gosh. Amon. No, but Amon. Oh, he was there. He was there. Amon. Um, the basketball player that literally won the whole season was standing right there next to Daniela and I was like what the hell is happening they're all just standing in front of us so they all said hi or whatever and people sent in questions and the woman that asked like all the questions was so I had no idea who this woman was right but I knew she was important because uh we were all standing outside waiting to come in for VIP and legit this woman rolls up they're all dressed to the nines okay with, like, I don't know, six, seven, eight other women. And I was like, all right, who's this woman? She looks mad rich. She looks important. Who is she? I don't know. Turns out her name's Heather. And this was her 30th Dancing with the Stars show. And, like, she had paid for all of these people to come with her, all these people to get VIP, all these people to go to dinner with her, like bougie as hell asked all these questions online I didn't know who she was and literally I talked to her for a minute and I didn't know who this woman was like we were standing in a line or something and she asked me what was going on and I said whatever and I didn't know who she was at the time and then literally they like talked to her a couple times like throughout the show they gave her, like, a rose. Like, she was really important. They, I guess they they know her because they see her every single, like, tour. 
And she was literally sitting front row with all these people. Drinking, like, right out of a movie. I was like, what is happening? But anyway, so yeah, this woman, like, sent in, like, almost every single question. And Alan was dying because he was like, oh my god, Heather, of course it's Heather. She asked that. Um, so they all knew her. And, um, somewhere I was standing there, I'm recording. Um, then it's kind of, like, silent, and Artem was, like, telling a story about something. And all of a sudden, my mom goes, he was talking about his son, Mateo, uh, with, uh, Nikki, the wrestler. Oh, my gosh. They're famous twins or whatever. And, uh, he was on the show with her. They were, like, partners, and then they fell in love, and I was gonna say got married. I think they're engaged. I think they had a kid before they got I really don't even know. But Mateo is, like, so he was talking about Mateo, and then all of a sudden my mom goes, how old is he? <laughs> I'm like, mom, don't interrupt Art. I'm like, he's, he's going off about this philosophical, like, story. And my Artem was like, my son, and my mom was like, yeah. And he was like, um, he's like one and a half right now. He's like, I don't even know the exact number, because like, I just haven't been home. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so then actually, Artem, this was like one of his like first shows fully back. He had um, pneumonia. And my mom, she, like I said, she's literally crazy. She keeps up with this. Like, she literally knows the people she talks. Like, by first name... She knows where they are, what they're doing, how they're feeling, like, all this stuff, right? So he had pneumonia. So now, so then she goes, how are you feeling? And then he didn't, like, register what the question was. He was like, um, he was like, oh, um, like, with my son. And she was like, no, no, your health. And then she was like, no, no, like, pneumonia. <laughs> like, she, and he was like, oh, oh, my pneumonia. Like, he didn't, he forgot what was happening. And, um, he was like, yeah, like, it's hard to, like, get back into, you know, the intensity of the show because of my lungs. And he was just explaining it to her and, like, looking, like, directly at her. And I was, of course, sitting next to her. So he was looking in, like, our general vicinity. And he was all the way down the line, too. He was almost at the last, like, of the line. But they were right in front of us, like I said. But, um, and then it was funny because they went down the line and, like, just, ex like, describe each other in one word. And that was really, really funny. Um, and Alan, I could tell, I could tell he remembered us because he looked at me and then he kind of looked at my mom and then he looked back and he was like, and I looked at him and we kind of were like, and I wanted to be like, yo, Alan, we met, like, a couple of years ago. Like, you ran away to CVS, and we took a picture, and, like, we talked to you for a few. And then, like, you won with him, and, like, I wanted to say all of that, and I wanted to talk to him and give him a hug and, like, take a picture. But, like, it wasn't because of COVID. Like, we had to keep a mask on the whole time. So then after all that, oh, it was so funny, too, because Sasha literally, I'm looking in line, I'm like, where the hell does Sasha go? And I look up, and he's sitting in the audience, like, next to us. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And he kept going back up there. It was just really, really funny. And then, like, someone asked, like, 
if you were to get like another dog Sasha or something like what would you name it and he said he dead ass said Bruno and we were all dying and he was like sit Bruno sit stay Bruno like his Bruno Tamioli is uh is one of the judges on Dancing with the Stars so that was really funny so they all kind of walked the opposite direction of us and then we got in line to take a picture with them and we weren't able to like you know hug them nothing like we just had to go and sit down and take a picture with them I said hi to everybody and then I kind of stood off to the side took a picture of them just so I'd have a couple it just kind of sucked because we weren't able I mean I understand I understand they would be very cautious especially this close to them because god forbid one of us has covid and then we give it to them it's like they're out of commission and then everyone else is exposed so then that cancels a lot of other shows or postpones you know when you're on a tour if one thing is messed up everything gets kind of messed up and like you know i don't want to be the reason that was some someone gets sick you know so i understand the precautions that had to be taken um but it just kind of sucked because you know i was used to talking to them and having conversations with them and hugging them taking pictures you know just talking to them but that wasn't the case we weren't able to do that but they were just standing there like normal people so um that was that was crazy but um like I said I had met a couple of them but and I've like been to a couple this is my fourth show now so I've seen a lot of them on stage I've seen pretty much all of them on stage for the most part and it was just weird because they were so close to us talking to us and then I got a picture with all of them, and it was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? So, and then, um, then the show, and the show was incredible, like it always is. But it was so good. Um, Danielle and Amon did their dances, their most, like, famous dances, the one in the red jumpsuits. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you watch the show... You know what I'm talking about. And then the last freestyle that they did. Um, those two. To see those live. I'm literally getting chills. I'm covered in goosebumps. To see that. like, To watch it all season. You know the show's like three months. To watch those dances all season. And then to see them right in front of you in real life. It honestly is incredible. It's the best high you could ever be on, to be honest. The adrenaline rush, it's just always there. Every single show just gets better and better. This was the best show yet, and they just keep getting better and better. I was so happy that Amon was there. He was hilarious. He would come out every couple of minutes. And, like, every couple after a number, he would come out and be like, Rally, how are we feeling? And he he brought out the, the mirror ball and he was like talking to Brandon. It was just really, really funny. I was like dying. He was hilarious. But um it's just crazy to like watch people on TV and then see them in real life, meet them and talk to them and see them perform and I mean those two dances I've watched a million times. Like I've never been more obsessed with those dances besides those two and just to see those in real life is oh my god there's nothing like it 
And my dream is to get into Dance with the Stars, like, not to dance, because I can't, that would be, (laughs) be in the audience, and, like, get to be there. Maybe I could, like, befriend somebody, like, realistically, like, and get in and, like, watch it, but then I have to be in LA, but, oh my gosh. There's nothing like it. I'd highly, highly, literally, if you can go to one concert a year, pick Dancing with the Stars. It is so good. It was incredible. It was literally so, so good. I'm, like, gonna cry. Um, but legit, I want to say, like, a little, I don't know if disclaimer is the right word, but I didn't even, like, I feel like people think that I'm, like, mom, buy these VIP tickets for me. I deserve, no, my mom is nuts. She bought that she didn't even tell me she bought the tickets at, until after she bought them and she didn't even tell me what they were she didn't even know what she bought she bought them so quickly like she wasn't thinking like we had one conversation it wasn't even a conversation she said the tickets are going on sale and I said oh great <laughs> or something like that and the next day I come out and she goes oh yeah February 27th Raleigh, North Carolina, Section C, Row G. I was like, what is wrong with you? And um, I didn't even find out until like a couple days before we went that we had VIP tickets. I literally thought that she just bought regular tickets because we've only had VIP one time and this was our fourth time going. So two of the times we went, we did not have VIP tickets. I want to make that clear, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't have to explain myself to anybody what we choose to spend money on, but um. Literally, I didn't even know we had VIP tickets until she was like, okay, so we had to get there at this time because, because, um, they're doing Q&A at this time and then photo op at this time and then there's a break for merch at this time and then we, we can get into the theater at this time and the show starts at this time and I was like, wait, we have, we have a photo op with who? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> turns out it was everybody. I'm like, we have a Q&A? Like, they're going to be, like, I didn't. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I got the VIP tickets. And I was like, well, which, like, which VIP did you buy? Like, what, like, you don't even know what you bought. And she's like, I have no idea. So she went to check. And she's like, oh, we have the best one. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what do you, I was like, okay. I'm like, you didn't even talk to me about this. She's like, well, well it's not like you're going to say no. And I'm like, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> but I just want to make it clear that she's nuts. I'm nuts. I got her into it. And that's the way it is. Like, legit. We're crazy. Um, so, yeah. I didn't even know we had VIP until, like, maybe two days before when we were talking about planning out times for things. Because um, there was a lot of different times that had to be, you know. You know. But we had to follow a schedule. So... I didn't, I didn't understand what was happening until we were honestly there. And, like, someone asked, like, they, like, they were like, who's coming out? <laughs> I think it was Heather, actually. And the guy was like, everybody. And I was like, everybody's coming out? It wasn't like this back in 2018. It was, like, a select few of people. And, um, it was different every show. Who was at the meet and greet? It was, like, whoever was feeling it was there. Um... 
and um, now it was everybody. So I was like, what the hell's happening? But it's incredible. Um, it's honestly, it's like an outer body experience. And when it's happening, I'm just in like a different dimension. I didn't even want to record it. Especially when they were in front of me. But I had to tell, like, the first five minutes, I didn't record. I was just taking in what was happening. I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, happening right now. Like, they're right in front of me. And, um, and then I was like, oh, you should probably record because you're going to want to remember it. Like, part of my brain is, like, I want to take in these experiences so much. But I know I'm going to want to look back on them. And it's kind of a tug of war with, you know my heart and my brain like my heart's like oh my god take in the moment don't record it my brain is like no no no. like you're gonna want to show people this you're gonna want to it's not really about posting it it's about saving it for me to look back on and having those memories um but at the same time I wanted to just be in the moment and like relish in all these amazing people are right in front of me and like it's just it's a different thing and I kind of explain this to people when they don't watch the show or they're getting into the show or they don't watch it because they think it's a, just another dancing show. I've watched other dancing shows. Let me let me say that. I watched one season of So You Think You Can Dance. Didn't like it. I watched like one season of American Idol. Didn't like it. I probably watched one season of X Factor. Didn't like it. I watched one season of The Voice, didn't like it, even though I adore Ariana Grande and she was on the recent season. I don't like the show. I just don't, I just don't vibe with the singing competitions. And then I thought I would like So You Think You Can Dance. And I didn't like it. The only dancing show where people are getting judged, the only show with judges in general, because there's a lot, right? Dance with the Stars is the only show. That I love and adore. And yeah, all the judges can be really, really tough. But they all bring something different to the table. And you need that. You need that variety. And it's not like people are being so disrespectful. It's like rude. It's just like, no, this is constructive criticism. And the point is, we've built up such a relationship with the show and the dancers, we know all of them. We know all the dancers now. So part of every new season is watching the dancers grow. But it's also about when you start off with the cast and you're watching the, uh, you know, celebrities. A lot of the times I don't know a lot of people. Okay? The recent season... I knew Suni Lee because the only Olympic thing I watch is gymnastics, okay? So I watched Suni. I knew Olivia Jade because I've been watching her for years. And who else did I really, really know? Honestly, no one. Realistically, no one. I mean, there could have been somebody, but I've there's a lot of people, you know, in the cast to begin with. So... The point is, then you start to root for people. This season, though, 
I was constant. I literally, there's some seasons where I'm so dedicated to one couple that I will just vote for them the whole time. And then there's some seasons like last one that blow blow your mind, blow everything out of the water, everything that you know, and you vote for someone different every single week. And that whole season, I voted for who whose dance I liked the best that night. And then when it got down to it, it was Amon and Danielle for me. I wanted it so bad. Not only for Amon, because it was... And by the way, I don't watch basketball, okay? I didn't know who he was. I literally... I don't know the sports people. And there's a lot of football guys, a lot of NBA guys, okay? That do it really, really well on the show. And I always end up liking them. And I really liked Amon, but I didn't know who he was to begin with. And to watch him grow. And him and Danny, they are little... They are magic them. Their height difference, when I first saw that, I was like, what's going to happen here? But it's like, this could either go really good or really bad. And it's like, she used that to her ultimate advantage. Height differences give you a ton of advantages in lifts. Because one person is so tiny and easy to lift. And the other person is so tall and strong and has really long arms and legs and can hold up the other person, right? So Danny saw that and she was like, oh my God, that's what I'm going to do. And oh my God, every single dance is going to be completely different and unique. And I'm going to do stuff that has never been done on this show. And I remember the moment that that, I mean, that dance in the red jumpsuits, I've never seen any I've been you know I'm watching the show for a while now and even the judges were just flabbergasted they didn't even know what they watched but they were in awe and I remember watching that and I was like what just happened like she did something and it's it's hard it's really hard to come up with a new idea every single week for like three months and then it gets even harder when you're getting into the dances where you have two dances a night um, or you have the, the the two dances and you have the, the freestyle or you have the dance off and you have more than one dance at night and you have to come up with all these different dances. Danny is literally incredible. She can come up with anything. And it's different every single time. And you know what makes her different? It's she she'll try anything. She did lifts this season that has never been done in the history of that show. That was incredible. And that's something you're never, like, no one else brought to the table. What her and Amon did, they built up such, such a strong partnership and relationship. And she pushed him to the limit. And they killed it. They killed it. Like, to do something on that show that's never been done. That I remember the judges being like, you know, I've been on this show since the beginning and I have never seen anything like that on this floor. Like, what just happened? (laughs) Like, I remember seeing that dance. That dance was everywhere, by the way, for a very, very, very long time. People that don't even watch the show, okay, were watching that dance. And I saw that and I was like, 
if these two don't win, like, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> like, I'm going to be angry. Like, legit, I was going to be angry. And people always thought, like, people thought when this started that JoJo had it in the bag. Legit, like, they thought because she's JoJo Siwa that she has it in the bag, that she's a dancer. And yeah, she literally made history dancing with Jenna, okay? Because same-sex couple, first same-sex couple in Dancing with the Stars history, okay? And they were incredible, okay? JoJo's an incredible dancer, we know that. Jenna's an incredible dancer, we know that. Um, they were incredible. So was everybody else on the show, but when it came down to it, I was like, I really want this for Mon and Danielle. And people don't give enough credit to the pros. The pros make the show. The pros have to come up with that choreography every single week. Then when you get past like the mid-mark, that's when you get into double dances and competitions. And like you have to come up with multiple routines. You have to remember it. You have to teach it. You have to teach it to another human being in that frame time, literally of a week. That is hard. And I've noticed that this tour was centraled around Daniela. I mean, yeah, she won, but it was centered around her. And I think she really deserved that moment because that, that has really been, you know, she started off kind of like, she was one of the new pros, right? Her and Pasha, her husband, is a pro too on the show. And, you know... You know, it's it's hard to start out with these new pros. Because when people leave the show, or they're not on for a season or whatever, and they bring on a new pro, right? You're kind of hesitant. You're like, who is this person? And that's kind of how it was in the middle, in the, in the middle, in the beginning with Danny and Pasha and uh, Brandon, even like the new pros, Britt, the new pros, I was like, I have to, like, learn all these pros now. I have to learn how they operate. Like, that's how it is. And you kind of just build relationships with all of them. And then it's a different thing to, like, to see them in real life. So, again, I really highly recommend. And then the freestyle. The stuff they do in that dance, too. And to see that on stage was just, like, it's incredible. There's nothing like it. There's nothing in the world like it watching it on TV, and then seeing it in real life. So if you haven't watched those dances, I really highly, highly encourage those two dances from the recent season. They're incredible. Like, oh, it was something else just seeing that. But I'm so happy that they gave Danny her moment. They did a whole part where, where she danced along three guys and you know showing that she was that she could do what they do or she could do it better than they could um and then Emma I actually really liked um Emma did a whole number with herself I was not expecting that that they and I'm so happy that they gave her that because it starts off with her coming out on stage, she's doing all these these movements, and 
the recording that's playing is what the hell did I get? Some weird ass email. Um what I got oh my gosh, English. English Olivia. She um the recording that was playing was like her her voice in her mind. So it was like, smile, oh I forget the steps, just wave, just spin at them, look at them, flip my hair, whatever it was. And I was like, where is this going? And then the music kind of kicked in. And she was like, you know, my whole life I've been really, really sensitive. And to the point where it's painful. And then all of a sudden you see, like, all these people come in and kind of circle around her. Like, you know, put their hands on her. Like, kind of form a support circle around her. And the whole show was based on being strong, vulnerable, um, different or brave or something like that. Uh, like a couple of different things. Cause the name of the show was dare to be different. So they talked about like a couple of different things or passionate, passionate was one of them. And, um, I think vul- that was her about being vulnerable or something like that. But, um, that was an amazing number. I'm very happy they gave her that moment as well. I really like when they give each other their moments. Um, because they all really deserve it. You know, on Dancing with the Stars, it's really... Everyone focuses on the celebrities. But you gotta realize that those numbers wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for the pro dancers. And the pro dancers coach the celebrities into being the new incredible dancers that they are now from the show. And... That's something special. And that wouldn't happen without the pro dancers. So give credit where credit's due. And yeah. So we had a great time. I felt like trash after though. Because <laughs> I hadn't eaten in like hours. And I was just like. <sighs> I get, it got to me. Like, that I was in a room with a ton of people for two hours. And I started, like, sweating. It's just different to get back in those situations with so many people. And I just got really overheated by the end of it. And I just wanted out of there. (laughs) Finally got out. The only thing that was open was Denny's. Really pulled up Denny's at 11 p.m. Don't go to... Their food is bad. Their food is bad at Denny's. I hate to, like, hurt people that like Denny's, but Denny's is horrible. I hate it so much. And that's... I literally got a grilled cheese and soup. The grilled cheese was okay. The soup was not. The soup was... <laughs> the soup was bad, y'all. I also got, like, a cup of fruit. The fruit was good. Um. Because it's fruit. I mean, it's kind of hard to mess that up. But, um. And I got a migraine. I just felt so sick. And, um kind of just both like passed out in the hotel and like it's very hard for either of us to sleep in hotels so it was really shocking that we both kind of knocked out we were just so tired and I just felt so sick I was like I just need to like like, sleep like I just need to sleep this off like nothing else is gonna help so and then the next day we drove back and we actually left Toby at our new dog, if you listened to the episode before this. We left Toby at the house we got him from. 
for the night. And, um, yeah, so then I came back here, took a shower, unpacked, like, just unwinded. My mom went and got Toby. We got takeout, watched TV, vibe, you know, whatever. And, um, yeah. And last night I kind of just knocked out because I was just so exhausted from, you know, like, driving, like, just all that driving was just draining. You know, I'm not the one driving, but it's just ugh, a lot of driving. And uh, we were just really, really tired. So, and then today, went to the nail salon. Waited at the nail salon for like two hours. They were busy. I need to start making appointments. But, um,. That's kind of the gist. I also ordered a paraffin wax thing from Amazon. Um, if you don't know what that is, that's basically what they dip your feet in when you get a pedicure. And I need it so bad because my skin is so dry. And I was like, I will try anything. So I tried that earlier today. Works pretty good. And... Um, Yeah, I don't know what else to say. But go to a Dancing with the Stars show. It's literally life-changing. Watch the show. Like, give it a chance. Even if you don't like dancing shows. Like, I thought that I was not going to like the show and I was just watching it for Riker. And it started off that way. And then my mom got into it and then we can't, we just, it spiraled out of control. So... <laughs> We're crazy. Um, and. Yeah. But I hope next tour we can. Hug everybody again. Not have to wear a mask. And. Be able to just enjoy each other. Like we used to. And. Um, yeah. That's my spiel. I am going to go get ready for bed. But thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm tired after all of that. <laughs> but thank you guys so, so, so much for hanging out with me. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye.